Hey, Trent. How are you doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. It is a um, it's a nice kind of chill Sunday evening here in Des Moines. Nice. It's a warm Saturday for some reason here. Mm. Sunday. It's Sunday. It's not Saturday. No. If it was Saturday, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> I, w- I wish your truth was true. <laughs> um, it's duos. It's you and Mio. And we're drinking beers. And um, Chris and I are both in a certain line of work. We fix computers. True. (laughs) So, Chris, I want you to tell me what uh, something something computer IT related, if it's a a peripheral, maybe a a printer or a a mouse (laughs) or maybe a specific type of laptop, just whatever piece of uh hardware your beer reminds mm. you of well i'm drinking a guinness nitro ipa mm. it <laughs> clearly shows on the bottom to pour it in a glass uh, and you've done this of the course. recommended there's even a, a little degree mark of, uh-huh. kind of like what angle you should have the glass at and Very i helpful. completely ignored that and i'm drinking it from the can <laughs> good but it's pretty smooth it's almost like milky i don't know it's mm. it's really good um but I know Guinness isn't everyone's thing. Kind of like the trackball mouse oh. that I prefer to use. <laughs> and I actually got one just to have it work. And whenever someone comes over to my desk and like is trying to check something out that I'm working on, they're like, "What? How do you how do you use this?" So I've gotten to the point where I have a just regular old Logitech mouse like connected off to the mm-hmm. side for just that occasion. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Did you find one, or did you have them? purchase you one i actually purchased myself okay a second one oh. for work oh. just because i don't know i'm using it all day long and i kind of have grown to like it yeah you've used one for recording right yep okay yeah that's right yeah i don't like it for gaming or other stuff but for just regular use it's great huh i think i might be a little a little lost <laughs> using it <laughs> what are you drinking trench <laughs> um I'm drinking a new one for me. It's the Grapefruit Hopnosh IPA mm. from Uinta. I've liked the other offerings from the Hopnosh line. Um, it is. It's bitter. It's juicy. Um, just the right amount of sweet. It's actually mm. got a, a lot more grapefruit flavor than a lot of grapefruit IPAs. A lot of times the grapefruit's kind of more subtle. Um, I would say it's a, a bit more forward on this one. Um, so let's see, it's, it's bitter. This is my own What's prompt. bittersweet in the IT world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the, uh, hard, the hard drive duplicator <laughs> <laughs> that I've got sitting behind my desk because yes, it does do that way quicker than we used to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it is very loud, <laughs> and it sits right behind me. And it's loud. Does it have fans or something? Yeah, it's got a couple fans, and now oh. not all the ports work on it, so it's not even like as useful as it used to be. And because it used to do what I did when I was an intern, they named it Trent 2.0. <laughs> so Trent 2.0 nice. is running a little bit slow, and I feel for him, <laughs> you know. Uh 
Better bring back the Trent 1.0. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> sitting in a back room watching Parks and Rec, just <laughs> imaging 20 Toshibas. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> uh, those were the days. Still are the days sometimes, but not as, not as often. <laughs> How are you doing? How's life going? It's going. Uh, I actually just got a promotion, which is kind of fun. That's exciting. Um, well, not so much fun as more work, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What's new in, new in Trent World? Um, I'm positioning myself towards the Nash Nashville. Ooh. And yeah, it's it's weird and it's exciting and it's a little bit unsure because I'm not exactly sure where or when or how. Mm-hmm. Um but I just know I want to be there. So what trying to figure it out. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been I've been feeling that that way for a while and we were fortunate enough to have the chance to have all of us hanging out in Nashville and mm-hmm. Just being there with everybody is just like, man, like just being with these these dudes are are great and like I played more guitar there than I have in, in a while and it's just <laughs> it's just natural and easy and everybody's just looking to do new things. So I just miss the environment and I am a little bit upset that I left it. But I'm young and I can do whatever I need to do. So exactly. And at the time, I mean, that was kind of what you needed to yeah. do. I think. Yeah. You guys are all still in school. So I had to do something <laughs> for a while until y'all graduated. Right. But makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. It's scary and moving is a hassle <laughs> to say the yes. least from like, <laughs> Absolutely. A couple blocks away would be a hassle. Uh, <laughs> a couple hundred miles is going to be something else. Yeah. But Do you think you'd have to rent a trailer or something or just like multiple trips? I don't know. I guess you've done it in like one trip many times, just packing as tight as you can. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's some furniture I could sell and some of it I could break down. I don't really have a ton here i've got a lot of built-ins at this apartment which is nice so i don't have like big cupboards or dressers or anything yeah um so it's just like that desk behind you might be a a challenge (laughs) well then this is just like pipe does it come apart yeah oh okay and this is just on top of there so i can just pull that off and then just lay flat and then all those can might not be so bad yeah that's how my main desk is too so Hmm. It's it's definitely a good amount of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But why we'll cross that bridge when it is closer <laughs> to me and I go on to U-Haul and <laughs> see what rates are. But, yeah. <laughs> That's something for another month me to worry about. <laughs> yeah, future trends problem. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that guy. This guy's taking it easy. <laughs> Which I said to someone at work the other day, and they're like, oh, that's that's clever. I was like, well, <laughs> I can't take credit. That's actually a How I Met Your Mother quote. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't watched that show in a while. They're taking it off Netflix on November 13th. They're taking everything off of Netflix. 
Are they just going all original content now, uh, or what's the deal? I think so, and that bums me out, but then they're making some good content, but then some of it's... Yeah, some of it's definitely good. Some of it's just like, eh, it's here. This feels like filler. <laughs> so, yeah. You've got a birthday coming up. You have anything fun going True, on for I that? I forgetting. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I feel like 20, 24 sounds old. It know. really doesn't. But like when I was a kid, it sounded really old. Yeah. Like, wow. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> But no, nothing really. Just probably hanging out. Partying hard. Drinking some vino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to work. And now that I'm thinking about leaving, it's just so hard for me to get in the mindset of, woo, work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, all right, another day of this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Well, at least you're still working harder than Trent 2.0. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No, it's been it's been finally slowing down, which has been helpful, and finally able to go from like 50 tickets back <laughs> back down to like 21. So I'm like, okay, nice. this is manageable. <laughs> this I can work through. So, yeah, it's just been tough, and yeah, I don't know. Oh, guess what? I met my uh, brother's girlfriend's family today. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Um, I was very apprehensive. I, <laughs> first of all, did not know that this was going on. Right. And um, second, like, they're like, well, like, you don't have to come. But, like, if you do, we have, like, food for you. I'm like, okay, well. I want like <laughs> free be, food. Yeah. Maybe. I was like, I won't be weird. Like I won't just like take off. This is like <laughs> my brother, my brother and his girlfriend are having a baby. So I was like, I should just meet his family. This is just, yeah, let's do this. Uncle Trenton. Yeah. So as, as antisocial <laughs> as I usually want to be on a Sunday afternoon, I was like, all right, let's do this. But, um, they were super nice and her dad was super funny and like hmm. a really good sense of humor. And, um, <laughs> my family did talk about nine 11 for, <laughs> uh, like 25 minutes, which huh. was just interesting for like, what about it in particular? Just like where they were and, oh, okay. Just like different things about it. But I mean, hmm. it was just, I don't know. Kind of, I guess that's more interesting than. Nice weather we're having. <laughs> I guess. I guess my folks just cut right to the chase sometimes. <clears throat> but yeah, I texted my brother and I was just like, "Wow, this is some interesting uh, first first meeting conversation we're having over a <laughs> Sunday <laughs> lunch after church." Where were you? Oh, so was it, oh. was it your family there too, or just you and your brother? No, or? yeah, it was, it was my folks, um, my brother, my sister, my little sister and I, um, gotcha. and then her whole family, I think. So, and she had two sisters and a little brother and then her folks. So it was a pretty big crew. 
Yeah. Had you met his girlfriend before? Yeah. I've I've hung out with her a good bit. Um and she's she's real nice. And nice. so meeting her family, like, oh yeah, okay. This makes sense. Yeah. These are good people, you're good people. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. <laughs> meeting families can definitely be weird. But Yeah. Sometimes it just goes okay. <laughs> so you spend a you spend a good amount of time with Elizabeth family, right? Yeah, a decent amount. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually going to dinner there tonight. Um, I think we're having meatloaf. Oh, I have <laughs> okay. I mean, I haven't had meat in a long time, but uh-huh. even since having meat, I don't think I've had meatloaf in like so long. I feel like meatloaf is just one of those things you don't think about and then you have it and everyone has a different recipe and it's like, I don't know. I feel like people are usually 50, 50 on meatloaf. Yeah. I was always like bummed that my mom was making it, (laughs) (laughs) but then like when it came to dinner time, I was like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Once you're like, it's in your mouth, you're just like, Oh, okay. You're dunking that and ketchup and you're just like, (laughs) All right, yeah. My mom's, like, the topping was ketchup, like, drizzled on it okay. and baked. Nice. Which is interesting, like, the consistency that it ends up being when it comes out of the oven, but it's surprisingly good. <laughs> Yum. I like ketchup. It's <laughs> it's an American crime that I'm guilty of. But it's like I want to have good taste, and then it's like, and I just love ketchup. Yeah, my mom would always get super annoyed with my dad because, like, anything she'd make, he'd, like, bring out the ketchup. And she's like, can you just try it first? <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm adding to the flavors and not taking away. And, like, I can be such a snob about other things. Like, with sushi, like, I won't dip it in soy sauce at first because you're, like, supposed to apparently, you know, try it and then, like, add soy sauce, like, to your taste level versus just, like, dunking and eating. Yeah. Or, nah, or at least it. that's what I've heard, <laughs> and so that's how I try to do it. And but when it comes to ketchup or ranch, I'm just a Ooh. yeah, I go hard. <laughs> you know, practice safe lunch, use a condiment, and whatnot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've been into honey mustard on like sandwiches. Okay, it's been it's been pretty good. Wouldn't have been my go-to before, but surprisingly good. Yeah, I'm trying to break into mustard. There's not a whole lot There's... I can like do with it. Yeah. But... I like spicy foods. I don't really like spicy mustard. Because mm. it's more like that horseradishy, like, and kind of reminds me of wasabi, which I also don't like. <laughs> uh, speaking of hot foods, uh, you and Zach <laughs> enjoyed some hot food. While yes. we were in town. And Enjoyed may have been a little strong. <laughs> uh, well, there was at one point a logical order, I think, <laughs> that was going to come out of your mouth. Because you said, this sounds good. I like it hot, but I don't like it when it's too hot. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think... What did we end up getting? It was like Satan's something. I don't know. It was whatever their hottest was. I was going to get the level before it, but then Zach was like, nah, I'm going for it. And I was like, well, crap, I guess I will too. <laughs> and 
I don't know. The first few bites, like the taste was good. It was just like overwhelmingly spicy to the point where it was just painful and I had to just chug it down and then cry. <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I like peeked over when you guys like first eating and I was like, okay, everything is like fine. And then while we were watching the Packers, of course, we were watching the Packers <laughs> play, you know. And uh, then I look back and you guys just looked so sad and so wet <laughs> and red. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were no. sitting outside too. So yeah. it wasn't a hot day, but it no. wasn't a cold day either. No, so. We weren't like sitting in AC, like blasting. It was, it was a little warm out. A little bit. Yeah. That was the kind of, the kind of meal that you feel for like the next day and a half. <laughs> just like slowly making its way through your body. Uh, and, mm. The outro isn't very pleasant either. I, yeah, <laughs> I had hot Cheetos once and <laughs> that wrecked me. And I was like, nope, uh, spicy foods are never worth it now. <laughs> this is never worth it. Oh, it hurts going down. And then also always, what was the yeah. point? <laughs> you never know. Cause some places it's like, this is really hot. Then you get it and it's like some other places medium. Hmm. So it's like, you kind of have to try and figure it out. See, I just had that issue when I was buying girl jeans back in high school, you know, <laughs> <laughs> these are for girls. What? What? No, no this is a medium. You're wrong, <laughs> but I'm a small here. <laughs> are these for your girlfriend? Mm. Mm. Yes, she's exactly the same size as me. That's why I'm trying them on. It was just like once or twice, really. Right. Right. Never, never, never more than that. Never more than that. No, that's what Goodwill's for. <laughs> Chris, I just want to ask you one thing here. Yes. When are we going to get that next, that next Chris song? I was Ooh. also thinking about... Uh, you're the song that you and Matt did. I found like a song that kind of sounded like that, that one that you did. Um, I have one in the works. I just keep tossing it to the side cause I can't think of words. <laughs> cause you've been, but it's, it's mostly there. <laughs> cause you've been accumulating some gear now. Yes. So you do have kind of a, a new palette to explore. It's true. Which, and you it's, have a nice stereo pair now. Mm hmm. Guitar and some pedals and, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was using it for this one, so like the the instrumental parts, pretty much there. Okay, but like I said, I'm just trying to trying to get the right verbiage. <laughs> yeah. How about you? You've been you've been working on some stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I have been. I uh, had some gear malfunctions, which kind of slowed me down for a while, mm. but I'm. Um, I've got a couple songs that are finished with the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just figuring out how I want to record it, which is tough because I've been out of the recording game for a while and I've just been doing a lot of live music. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I should get better at music theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this sounds right. It sounds good ish. <laughs> As long as it sounds right. Yeah. It's the same chorus as a Taylor Swift song, so. 
think I'm fine. <laughs> it's not how I wrote any of my songs ever. <laughs> just one. I think just one. I mean, none. Zero. I think I just need to like make it as easy as possible for me to just sit down and record. Because if everything's not set up, I'm not going to want to do it. Yeah. Like if I have mics set up and ready and like a session and whatever, I can literally just pop it up and be recording in like a minute. Yeah. That's what I was telling like Matt the other day. I was like, I fix computer issues all day. So if I come home and like get into a session and just like something doesn't work as soon as I like click on it, I'm like, nope, I am done. Netflix, what is up? <laughs> you will open and work every time. Yeah. And it's absolutely it's just poor discipline on on my end, but at the same time. Meh. That's why I'm looking forward to having mic stuff recorded so that I can just be mixing because that's a lot easier to just pull up and like my room is set for that yeah specifically <laughs> that's fun there's a lot of different things you can do with that mm-hmm. just listen to the chorus over and over and over and over <laughs> well on that note <laughs> I'm almost bottoms uh, up <laughs> I'm not quite but at the same time these are supposed to be Shorter. So. Ooh. Now I'm bottoms up. <laughs> I'm proud of you. This is 7.3%. Wow. That's hefty. It is hefty. It's sneaky. This is 5.8. That's pretty good too. And that's a pint. Hmm. It's a pint. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, uh, I guess we should bid sweet farewell. I have been <laughs> Trent, definitely not Taylor Swift, Zafford. Hmm. <laughs> I've been Chris Meatloaf in my mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yum! <laughs> it's been so long since I've had a taste of a meaty loaf. Mm, so good. Soaked in ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> baked and then soaked in more ketchup. Uh, did you ever mess with that green or purple ketchup? I did. I think people thought it was gross. Ooh. I thought it was awesome. I think I got it from McDonald's once mm-hmm. and it was weird. And I think that was my experience. I thought it was especially delicious. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I'm sure we'll not be at the, we won't be at the end. Right. I don't know. Maybe we won't be at the end. <laughs> we can't be at the end. Here's the hoping we're not at the end. And that's we're at the end, in which, hey, thanks for sticking with us. But we're not thanks. at the end. We're like at the first or in the middle, or maybe we're at the end. We could be at the end. I'm, my bed's middle. You think so? Maybe. It seems right. <laughs> Feels right. Good. Chris is trying to sing bitch. used to hold Hey, Zach. Hey, Matt. What's up? So, this is the third duos, I think? Uh, I want to say fourth. Oh, it's got to be fourth. Yeah. Because we're on episode 40. That would make sense. Yeah. No? 10, 20, 30. Yep, it would. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've done, I've done a duo with Colin, Chris, and Mike. And I've done Chris, and I've done... A duo with. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I wanted to, there's been a lot of change lately with um, all of us, obviously, because we're in a pretty tumultuous time of life in our 20s. True. And um, I wanted you to describe your beer as a a life-changing event. Mm, okay. <laughs> this is like a this is like one of those deep prompts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Well, first off, let me start by saying that I'm drinking Crooked Staves Hop Savant, which is an um an IPA with Britannomyces, which is a cool bacteria that's usually fairly sour. Um it's good. I like it. It um, The Britannomyces isn't necessarily sour. It's just kind of giving it a cool, funky, different taste. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those beers where you have one and really enjoy it and appreciate how good it is. But if you had to have more than one, it would be tough. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's like a promotion. Okay. You're excited to get it, but it's a lot more work and it's very hard to adjust to and that's all i have to say i like it i like it and it's it's prudent to what i also wanted to talk to at this episode i'm tonight i don't have any beer it's okay it's just a beer podcast i paused to wait for trent to make fun of you and then i remembered he wasn't here he's not he's not here but instead i have my favorite liqueur okay which is becarafka I do enjoy licking ears as well. I so what I heard you say was licking <laughs> ears. Is that well, what you said? That's what I heard you say was liqueur. Liqueur. That's how you say it <laughs> in the original French. Liqueur. <laughs> liqueur. It's important to get your tongue just all over your mouth when you're saying that word. <laughs> Hi folks, welcome to Poor Quality, where Matt and I produce liquor all <laughs> 20 minutes of our section. <laughs> hey, I would listen. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and just, I have a shot of it, so I'm going to just go ahead and do that. All right, all right. Uh, for those of you listening at home, I can confirm Matt just took a shot. And he's super happy about it. I like, I really like Bekarovka. I'm taking off my sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the best sweatshirt. I'm sorry that you have to censor that, but that sweatshirt's so cool that I just couldn't help it. Um, you have a nice... So Matt took his headphones off to take that sweatshirt off, but he has a nice couple of seconds of audio worth to edit pretty hard there. Oh, fun. Well, I saw your sweatshirt, and I was so excited about it, and I might have said a swear. It's a fun... It's a really fun cat sweatshirt with bells on there. All Like, there's... Ten cats with bells on their collars, and they're all wearing Santa hats. It was pretty good. Because it's the holiday season. Not the Christmas holiday season, though. So Hannah grew up loving Halloween. I'm not exactly sure why, but she just loves that holiday. Okay. And I knew that it was really important to her, and we hadn't gotten around to going to a pumpkin patch this year, and she always went uh, with her family. And so on Halloween day, I um, was like, okay, I haven't had time, but like, I'm going to go right after work. I'm going to find a pumpkin. I'm going to bring it home as a surprise. Then we're going to carve it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to surprise Hannah. 
great time. Sounds great. So go to Target, and this is how it ties in the story. Um, all the Halloween stuff was down, and there was Christmas stuff up on Halloween Day. Holy n- wow. <laughs> There were lights up, and there were trees, and all the trees were lit up, and it was all the all the ugly Christmas sweaters are out at Target. Jeepers. Do you think it's just because we all need a little bit of a pickup? Just like society in general, just like it needs to be the holiday season now so that people are not crappy to each other? You know, I, I'd say that that is the case, but I don't have enough faith in humanity to have made that happen um it's all about that money baby (laughs) all about making money yeah but we could pretend we could pretend in our own (laughs) world where people are unselfish and don't care about profits but more about happiness profits and causing happiness causing happiness profits rather than crippling debt (laughs) (laughs) crippling crippling holiday debt ah yes Anyway, I I searched high and low, nothing at Target in terms of pumpkins. I went to Walgreens. They apparently never had real pumpkins at Walgreens. What? Like okay, I went to Kroger, and they had not two, not three, but one pumpkin left. Oof. And I grabbed that sucker. It was a big, it was a giant white one. I didn't know they came in white. Yeah. Like an albino pumpkin or something. Mm -hmm. Ran in there. Line was enormous. So I went through it anyway. I was like, pumpkin! I slammed it on there, and there's no, like, label or anything. Right. So I just typed it in. It was like four bucks. Is it a price per pound? I hope it, no, it was unfortunately. <laughs> it was the the deal was like two for eight dollar pumpkins, and I only had one because there were literally only gourds left. And I was like, "Let's carve some gourds. That'll be fun." <laughs> I'm bored out of my gourd carving gourds. <laughs> anyway, I brought it home, and uh, we didn't carve it. We just put it out, but she liked it, and it made me happy to make her happy on Halloween. Nice and. What my Bekarovka reminded me of <laughs> was the first time I saw Alien. Wow. Was it, is that... So I had the pleasure of seeing your face when you took the shot. But I don't think our listeners did, so I want you to describe the emotion that you were going through so that we all know what it was like when you first watched Alien. Okay, don't tell anybody, but I was like, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> I need to take my sweatshirt off right now. But I, but I love it, you know. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. So it's kind of like my beer and promotions. Like they yeah. kind of suck, but sometimes they're okay. Except mine was a joke, and yours was real life. And that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode was we're we're coming up on about we're about a year old. This podcast. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hear what's what has changed about you, about your life over the past year. Goodness, that's a lot of stuff. I know. I'll start and we'll just kind of go back and forth. Yeah, love that. About now, last year, I had finished, I'd probably just about finished training for Warby Parker. And I was like getting up on the phones. And it's like last year, it was just ramping up into holiday season. 
and um, phones were just insane. And through November and then into December, I got really sick. And basically in Warby Parker, we have scorecards. Like that's how we, we have metrics and how they're basically grade us on our job. And in December, I had um, a terrible <laughs> scorecard. And, and it sucked because like throughout all of my training and like my first month, Everybody was like, oh, man, you're nailing it. Like, you have the, the warby voice, and, like, you're very positive, and that's awesome, and you're doing great on, on emails. Like, you get a great number of them done per day, and you sound good on the phones. And then I get hit in December with this just nasty scorecard. <laughs> mm. And I, I had to totally reevaluate how I set up my work day, and I taught me how to really organize myself and and teach myself how I need to be organized. And, and the best way I can be organized is to have a, a game plan for how I do work throughout the day and then stick to that and then use calendar, the Google calendar basically, which has um, up, like updates you um, in real time um, to remind myself to do stuff like follow up on, on an order or to take lunch or to take a break and, and stuff like that. And so mm. I feel like I've super grown in terms of time management, which is really exciting because I'm, I'm chasing this promotion to a managerial role. And with that, I'm going to throw it to you. Whoa. That was such an animated throwing motion that I was convincing and I thought I ducked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's great. I think I actually remember that when you were like super sick and, and had that, that scorecard. But yeah. I mean, it's like, I think <clears throat> like you talked about, like you were doing really well before and I think you've bounced back really well in the meantime. This time last year I was an assistant brewer um, and we were getting ready to open our new facility. Um, so I was training to be lead brewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then I've been lead brewer for a little while and then lead brewer slash chapter manager. And then now I'm kind of the general manager and yeah, all throughout that has been a, a, a struggle of taking on more responsibilities and, and learning how to balance everything. And, um, time management has been absolutely in, like, I'd probably be dead if I didn't learn about time management, right. you know, just yeah. like trying to do everything. There's just not enough time in the day. Um, but another thing that I think I've grown personally on is, um, asking for help. Mm. Like I'm really, really lucky to have some pretty incredible coworkers. Um, and we all kind of lean on each other a little bit, but, but yeah, asking for help has been huge. That's probably the biggest like work personal or I, I I would say personal work growth has been learning to ask for help and right. be okay with not needing to do everything. Yeah. But. You've also had some more tenants in <laughs> your very recently and then before. How long have you had? Ollie? Yeah. Uh, we've had Ollie for four months. Yeah. And what? Yeah, because they... Oh, go ahead. What is Ollie? He is my puppy. He's a Border Collie mix. We'd have no idea what he's mixed with. <laughs> but... Salamander. 
Yeah, probably. Um, I like to think there's a little bit of eagle in there. Ooh. Just because. Regal. He will sometimes sit and stare at you and just watch you and you think that he is learning how to kill you. <laughs> um, but really he's learning to love you. It could be that or but. <laughs> unless it's he knows one day that he's going to have to eat me to survive when I die of a cardiac arrest. Well, because he knows how poorly I eat. Um, but just recently, <laughs> a couple of days ago, actually, um, well, a week ago, we found out that his one of his sisters from the litter that he was in mm-hmm. um, was returned to the shelter. She wasn't the best fit with the family. Um, and we kind of were like dragging our feet, like, do we really need a second dog? Is a second dog right for us? Like, right. We live in a 600-square-foot apartment. Mm-hmm. We have two cats and a dog already. Mm-hmm. Do we want to throw another dog on top of that? Mm-hmm. And then we went and, well, actually, Lita went and met her. And that um, was that was the nail in the coffin, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, which is super weird because, like, I had heard about her but not seen the picture on Facebook. And as soon as I looked at the picture on Facebook, I was like, I'm in love with her. She looks like a sweetheart. Like, we need to go, like, you need to go and meet this dog in person and you will love her as much as I think, you know. And so Lita went and was just, like, was very, very skeptical but wanted to at least give her a shot. I talked her into giving her a shot and um, Lita, Lita fell in love with her and we ended up bringing her home and she's awesome so far, so. Oh. So now we have two dogs. Two dogs. That's, that's amazing. That's very, very, very fun. They're very cool. Like, they've been playing a lot and getting along together, and Lita and I have been, there's just something inherently like, oh, we have two dogs, and now we have to go on walks together, rather than, oh, you've got the dog, cool, I'm going to hang out up here. You know? <laughs> I must, that, that extra time together must really suck. Yeah, it's it's been pretty hard to adjust to. But... <laughs> Especially since you work all the time, and right, Lita works you know, all the time. And, and opposite schedules. Ugh. And then you have to spend time together, what? Right. It's just like, man, I just... Worn out. Would rather be working. Would rather be <laughs> brewing. Uh, disclaimer, that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, one quick thing to, to finish off. What was the biggest uh, disaster of your year at work? Because hmm. I... I remember one specifically you talked about, but I don't know if there was another one or. Gosh, yeah, I don't know. There have just been so many. <laughs> uh, Since you got into a leadership position, that's interesting, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that quality control has gone up. Um, <laughs> but uh, shoot, now I'm trying to think of the one that you probably recall the most. Um, were all the windows had fogged up? Like it was all. You were talking about how it was. I think it was like in the middle of the summer, and it was super hot, and everybody wanted to die. That's that's a very there's a strong possibility that that was every day. Is a yeah. Oh. Well, no. I mean, just that sounds like something that would happen because I didn't open up the doors. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember it being your fault. But if you have a quick disaster story. Um, A quick disaster story. Well, 
The I took one of the um, we have like a wing nut that's like a like an industrial sized wing nut that you can turn by hand to really like like it's a, a large it's a large wing nut mm-hmm. um, and I took it off of the tank and as I was putting it back on it got misthreaded mm-hmm. um, so we couldn't close the door to that tank mm-hmm. um, so I had to go to Ace Hardware and buy a bolt. But then I bought the wrong bolt. <laughs> and then we canceled our brew day because there was no tank to use. And then I found out after calling the manufacturer and ordering a new one uh-huh. that I literally just grabbed the wrong size bolt. Uh. And the manufacturer was like, yeah, you can just go get a bolt. <laughs> And I was like, man, I wish I'd have thought of that. And they were like, it's this size. And I was like, dang, I'm an idiot. Right-o, friend. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Thanks for the information. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I think, Matt, that you've also had some tenants in the past year. Yeah. I mean, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Some Pretty major ones, I guess. <laughs> my, my fiance moved in with me, which I am. Um, her code name is the roommate, and uh, she moved down after she graduated from uh, college in Minnesota. And she's thunder. She's thunder. <laughs> she is thunder. She, um, she's, Not when she walks, but yeah, just like no, when she no. enters a room, it's just yes. like cuckoo, cuckoo, Hannah. <laughs> She uh, she's doing Teach for America, teaching high schoolers Spanish, and um, she is amazing at it. It's super hard, but she is amazing at it. And uh, along with her came a little kitten named Sailor, who has been exiled from this room because she's a monster sometimes. <laughs> but um, she and Penny met. Um, this past May, and it was an interesting relationship. Wouldn't you say, Penny? Can you see Penny? She nodded. She is... Yeah, I think I saw her nod. She is completely asleep. She's She's just... (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was dead. Well, sometimes we don't know. (laughs) She, she's a sleeper, and Sailor is just insane, and I love Sailor. She's, she's super cute. I almost said the cutest. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, Penny. She doesn't care. <laughs> she didn't move. Um, she's not even twitching. No, I should check on her. The amount of times that I've heard Matt say, Sailor, say, Sailor, <laughs> get away from that, Sailor. She, okay, so Sailor is so smart. And in the mornings, she knows I feed her. And she knows what makes me mad and get out of bed fast. Oh, cats are like that. And she does that. Mm-hmm. Without fail. Like, she'll look at the bedside table. She'll look at it. She'll look at me. She'll look at it. I'll be like, Sailor, you're not allowed on there. And she'll look at it. And then she'll look at me. (laughs) I'll say, Sailor, you are not allowed on there. And she'll look at it and jump up. And I'll just (laughs) shove her off. I'll just, Sailor! (laughs) 
What? Feed me. I'm a hungry cat. We have a... I have no idea what they're called, but they're like... It's like the brush thing that you like nail to the bottom of your door so that it like makes noise and keeps the heat in and the cold in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the ends of it has started to like come loose Mm -hmm. and the cat figured out that if he paws at it it makes literally the loudest noise known to man (laughs) um and he will do that whenever he wants attention Mm -hmm. uh so like in the mornings when you he wants you to get out of bed Mm -hmm. you do it and as soon as you like roll over and put an arm down and like yell at him he'll run away yep and if you put your arm back up right back at it holy cow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh so you know I feel your pain. You know. Yeah. She also will knock over whole glasses of water. Just because. Just. I, I see her. I can see her looking at the water, reaching out the paw slowly. Mm-hmm. Slowly. Slam! Bam! And then running. <laughs> like, what? what is it in your little tiny cat brain that you thought was going to happen when you knocked over... The same glass of water you knocked over yesterday. Yeah. Do you, is it like a constant experiment? It's, oh, she is the scientific kitty <laughs> from the meme. Yeah. Except sans puns and funny and just a monster. <laughs> just. I love that cat. I think I've seen her shadow go by your door a couple of times. I'm sure. She's, she's roaming right now. It's that time yeah. of night. So if Matt doesn't wake up tomorrow, it's because Sailor heard him. Yeah. And complaining. Yeah. And now she's mad. No, if she was mad, she would just she also <laughs> she'll she'll just jump onto the bed and start pawing at you, just like hey, 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 <laughs> hey, food. She's like, Oh, Sailor, this is better than knocking over dishes though. I, I much prefer this to you being on the nightstand. Yes, I do, because it's because you're because you're not on the nightstand, and that's all I ask. Uh, Penny is on the bed that's in um, Matt's office study thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of that bed, <laughs> is it okay? I just I just fixed it yesterday. I completely Holy cleaned cow. my room, and the. A metal frame is bent. (laughs) I'll say that again. The metal frame made of metal is bent, like twisted, like twisted metal. I'm not a small person. Neither is Mike, yet somehow you are both jumping on it. (laughs) And then Lita piled on with a hardcore pile driver, and suddenly... (laughs) She gave us the people's elbow. (laughs) And then there went the bed. What? Yeah. Because it's made of balsa wood and metal from the 1730s. Um, that was a bad. That was a bad year for metal. Just so you know. Uh, I've heard that. I think that was when um, Carnegie went out of business. That was the year. Rockefeller didn't go under for two more years, though. Yeah. Well, he was resourceful. He had a lot of extra. Stock of cafes, cafes. He had stock of cafes. Oh, I'm thinking of Hard Rock. <laughs> I'm thinking of Hard Rock cafes now. Anybody hungry? 
I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, no. And with that, should we close? <laughs> yeah, I, I did a bad job. <laughs> I think it was good. I think it was so good. I've been Matt Hard Rock Cafe Buyers. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I've been Zach Lakier Schroeder. Ooh. Uh, later. Thanks for listening. Bye. used to And here we are. We do we duo in it. Ooh, I think you're still muted. Oh no. I was, and I made a very bad <laughs> we doing the duo, basically, joke. Ooh, we, and we are doing the duo. It's Which episode is this? Is this 40? It'd have to be 40, yeah. We're definitely not it'd at 50, 40. so I'm going to I'm call it 40. <laughs> We're near, near middle age. I'll put a long enough pause here that like, if it's not 40, we can say 50. <laughs> 50, just in case. <laughs> Uh, no, but no, yeah, so the gosh, years get away from me so quickly. I, yeah, because <laughs> gosh, yeah, they really, we really do. I mean, we've been doing this for, I think, like what, a year. you said, almost a year, right? November tenth, I think we released first. We've had a couple uh, bye weeks. Yeah, as we record this, it is November first. So who knows when we're going to catch up with all the recordings that we've done on the <laughs> backlog. Uh, but that's okay. That's fine. If you're listening to this in 2018, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What a day. What a time to be alive. Hope Halloween didn't spook you two months ago. Christmas was great, huh? <laughs> um, well, Colin, it is good to be with you. Uh, it's good to be here. I got to ask you, though. What are you What are you drinking? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I know I d- you don't. I did a growler painting class with my wife uh, last week, maybe two weeks ago at this point. And we got him back, and we went to this brewery. Brewery, wow, you know the word. Um, we went there and had some dinner, and I got the growler filled up, and I got it filled up with this really good, like seasonal style beer called uh, Frankenhammer. It's like a dark uh, Belgian style kind of beer, and it's so good. But I guess something mm. went wrong in the closing process because. It's now gone flat in the course of like four days. <laughs> like guy. it's a dark beer. It's like um, you know, got a nice kind of amber brown mm. color. And as I poured it, I expected a head, but it poured mm. like sweet tea. So it had even slight <laughs> bubbles in it, but no like good foamy head. So it tastes bad. It tastes yeah. You miss that in a beer. It kind of needs to be oh, there. Man, it's, it's such a good <laughs> beer that tastes so bad that it hurts. Um, like, I know what it once was. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, I guess. Yeah, I understand. I guess I can that. say that now because I'm going to be a dad. Like so. any good father of any good beer. <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to describe my beer as, but that's what I'm drinking. Oh, that's right. We haven't uh, determined. Um, what were we going to do? We just discussed. Uh, did we? I don't think we did. <laughs> Oh, I thought we had an idea. You, I just said oh, surprise. no, we didn't. We were going to do it off the cuff. Okay, how about um, yeah, Halloween was yesterday. Yeah, you did. So Halloween, I surprised myself. Halloween was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was. If your beer, if your beer was a creepy, ghostly ghoul, mm. what kind of ghoul would your beer be? Mm. Um, okay, so you know Ghostbusters. Of course, Slimer was pretty gross. He was a gross-looking kind of dude. Mm. I imagine if mm-hmm. I got even like a little bit of his essence in my mouth, it would taste like this beer does. So <laughs> my beer reminds horrible. me of Slimer. 
gross and, and bad. <laughs> but it could be good if it was different. If it had the right motives, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the right ideas behind him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. It yeah, why is why a, don't you? What, what are you drinking? It is a recreational ale, a session IPA from Terrapin Brewing in Athens, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, my. I don't know how far you are from Athens. Terrapin. Oh, man. Who went there recently? Somebody I know went there recently and they talked about how good it was. Um, I've had a couple of the beers. They're pretty good. Yeah, I really like them. I got like this variety IPA pack, and this is the one that was just first grab. Um, I'm enjoying it. Was it like Terrapin variety or just all IPA varieties mm-hmm. of different brewers? Terrapin IPAs. I was surprised oh, okay. they had such like a diverse selection, but they did a good job. You don't usually see that where like a company's like, hey, we brew three yeah. different IP, four or five different IPAs. Yeah, it's wild. But there's one in particular that I'm looking forward to having on the cast. But um, this one is a little bitier. It's uh, strong off the taste. Mm. Um, nice finish. Blah blah blah. Beer stuff. No, I'm 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 um, I'm in it. I'm here with you. <laughs> in it to win it. Good. I'm glad. I'll take you on my um, your beer coaster vocal journey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, if I, this were a creepy ghostly ghoul, um, hold on. Mm-hmm. Tell me about those ghouls. Tell me about them, mm-hmm. them ghosts. Okay, them ghosts and goblins. I don't get a lot of sweetness. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, it's a very bitter IPA. So mm-hmm. when I think of like a, a ghoul that's just bitter to the world, maybe maybe mm-hmm. towards children, I'd think of like a Pennywise the Clown Ooh, situation. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He seems pretty bitter about just life in general. A whole bunch of different stuff. Did you see it? Well, I was, no, I haven't oh. seen it yet. Have you? I, I did enjoy it. Yes, I did. Emerald hates scary movies, and she won't see them with mm. me. She can't even really do suspense. Um, so I know it's going to be a movie when she's out of town. I watch it. Well, those scary movies are tough when they're alone. But, I mean, I heard a little jing jing jingling, too. But that's okay. Bam, bam. It's really late to start playing. Come here, boy. Bam. Watch a scary movie. Okay, you brought me a toy. Good boy. Very sweet. No, I really wanted to see it. I watched, I had to watch, I hadn't seen Get Out yet. And Emerald went out, like. Heard that was good. Went out of town, like, two weeks ago. And I finally got to watch it. And it's mm. so good. Yeah. I like, I like scary movies. See, I'm not a big fan. It has to be, like, actually, like, a good scary movie. Like, not just, like, right. cheap thrills, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like Get Out was good. And I've heard, I've heard it was good. I mean, it's not, I guess, a stereotypical, uh, horror movie necessarily, maybe. Right. I, I like, I like a scary movie that doesn't just like reel you in because of the, um, jump scare aspect of things. Yeah. That's why I think I like Stranger Things so much. Cause it's like thrilling. Like you're in it because you enjoy the characters and like you have a sort of attachment to them. It's generally just like, it, it's spooky in its vibe mm-hmm. but it's not just like a oh mm-hmm. here's the demogorgon boo yeah it's it's an atmosphere they set they, rem- they take you there <laughs> emerald was house sitting when uh stranger things season one came out and we hadn't read anything about it i was like i've heard really good things about stranger things you want to like watch an episode before i leave and she's like yeah so we watched the first episode and, like it opens up with that like elevator scene where like the guy's running from the demogorgon and it yeah. like just kills him and she's like 
is this scary? I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, I have not a clue. That was kind of scary, but I don't know if that's the show. Yeah, they opened both of the seasons like a really interesting way. Something that really doesn't come back to haunt you. Well, yeah, I haven't finished. I haven't finished season two. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. I'm on. Ep- I'm on episode three. So yeah, it opens with that scene that at this point seems irrelevant. It comes to relevance. It was an interesting way that they did it. This isn't like a film podcast, but I didn't enjoy the episode where they come back and like relive that first scene of the second mm-hmm. season. Um, just my movie buff. I mean, I'm interested, I guess, at this point to see, like, I mean, because obviously it does tie in. There's a very key uh, mm-hmm. reveal, I guess, that, you mm-hmm. know, answers a question that a lot of people had from season one. Uh, but anyways, this is not a Stranger Things right. cast. <laughs> I, knew st- I was watching the World Series and a new Star Wars trailer dropped so we can talk about Star Wars. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do that. The no, rest don't watch it. It's <laughs> Time spoilery. We <laughs> I actually have not seen the. Um, you shouldn't. The, I don't know. I don't think like, I will. Again, it's a trailer, so I'm sure it's like the art of misdirect. But right. at least what they want. And then I do a dumb thing where I watch the trailer. I'm like, man, I like that trailer. Let me go to Reddit and see what people liked about that trailer. And then everybody's like, ah, here's what's going to happen in this movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Love this. So, yeah. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Just wait to watch it, I guess. I guess. I mean, so, anyways, but no, you didn't gather us here today to talk about Stranger Things as much as I would like to, or Star Wars. Right, 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 right. I'm actually curious about a couple things about you, Colin. Now that you got this whole new living scenario, you got your wife. New life, new wife. <laughs> Child on the way, puppies beside you. They are squeaking toys as we speak. <laughs> Trying to keep them quiet. I'm sure that is coming through. <laughs> I know... Huntsville may not be forever. I don't really know if you want it to be. I don't know if that's something that you can imagine like switching up. I know that like a job can keep you somewhere for a long time, but I want to know like what's your what's your dream situation maybe in terms of kind of house you're living in, kind of um where you're working, what you're what you're doing with yourself. I love this very serious question as uh, my dog squeak a toy in the background. Yeah, so I moved back to Huntsville after college. It was, um, I graduated and I had an internship at the time. Probably could have stayed in Nashville, if realistically. Mm. Um, but I was engaged at the time and, you know, married now. And it didn't make sense to try to plan our wedding and, you know, get married while living in Nashville. And, you know, ultimately, right. you know, we thought about it and we just didn't, we love Nashville. But at the time, we just didn't see ourselves living there as mm-hmm. soon-to-be newlyweds with, um, you know, Emerald was still in school. So it just really, it didn't, right. it didn't seem like it could work out. So yeah, so we moved back to Huntsville after I graduated. And we've recently moved out to Decatur, Alabama, which is like 20 minutes outside of Huntsville. So for all intents and purposes, I still say I live in Huntsville. That's just easier and more right. recognizable. So we bought a house out here, uh, partly because it's a really cute house, partly because we could do a lot with it, and partly because in outside of Huntsville you just get more bang for your buck. You know, like you, yeah, as somebody that fair. lives in Nashville, I'm sure you would testify that living outside of yeah. Nashville, just outside of Nashville, saves you so much money as opposed to living into Nashville <laughs> proper. Very true. I'm going to go ahead and just apologize as a whole if any. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if that. If you hear some puppy, hear some noises. puppy noises, <laughs> they're really excited for 10 p.m. for some reason. Um, it's that time to play. So yeah, so we're out in Decatur now. Our house is done with its. Uh, we've called them improvements, but really, truthfully, it's probably been more like renovations. I'm looking around right. at our, sitting in our kitchen now. We don't have backsplash currently. And we don't have like mm. handles on our cabinets and drawers and stuff, but they're not like flush with our uh, counters and stuff like that. So we can actually like pull them open and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're we're ninety five percent of the way done, and really it's just a matter of us ordering the hardware and having our contractor come in and finish it up. And there's like a couple small things. So we're here, um, and it's weird, you know. I've said this to Emerald a lot, where I've told her, you know, growing up I didn't have a dream home i never mm. saw myself living somewhere not even like really city specific like i never saw myself like man i really i gotta live in nashville or i gotta live in huntsville or gotta yeah. live in you know austin or anything like that i never i mean there's cool cities and i love huntsville and i love nashville um but i never thought like man when i settle down i want to be in a home that has x y you know you know nothing like that but it's weird since we've finished this and everything like that and since we've lived in it i look at emerald a lot i'm like i don't have a dream house but if i did i guess this would be it because like the things we've been able to do to it have really changed it a lot and really modernized it and really just made right. it feel like a home especially now that we, we actually you know we've unpacked we've moved our furniture around the nursery set up so you know we actually have use of our house now as opposed to like for the first couple months where we were really limited and that kind of sucked, but now that right. we're here, it's fun and it's really great. Yeah. Plus, that's an undertaking you kind of do yourself, and like you can kind of make it your own, and you kind of mold it and shape it to be your beautiful baby. <laughs> right. A house is what you put into it, really. So, right. If we right. did nothing to it, it would be garbage. But we've done <laughs> a lot to it, and it's really turned out pretty well, if I say so. Yeah, it's rewarding. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do any of the you know renovations. We did the, a lot of the demo. We did most of the demo, but when it comes to building new walls and installing cabinets and tearing, we. <laughs> we didn't do any of the uh, carpentry work. You know, we didn't. We tore up the floors and we tore down the walls. <laughs> so we didn't really do any of the carpentry work. Jesus. <laughs> But this noise just echoes through the halls, and I have no idea how it's to a, fix it. There's so many dead frogs on our walls. It's so strange. <laughs> it's like we're a plague from the Bible. No, um, I'm in a swamp <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so we didn't do a lot of the demo, but or we did a lot of the demo, but not a lot of the reconstruction. So, mm -hmm. but just knowing where it was and where it is now is very rewarding, and so. I'm sure, as most people that have bought a house can attest to, once you buy a house, you're kind of there for a while. Um, mm. So, you know, for the foreseeable future, and our house is big enough for Emerald and I, it'll be big enough for a baby, it'll be big enough for another kid. So really, until we have three kids, there's not really a situation in which I see us leaving. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm very happy with our job. With my job, she's happy with her job. Uh, our house can accommodate our situation and our growing situation. So, yeah, I'm. I, I think for the next 
I don't know, 10 years, I see us, I see yeah. us here. Um, you know, that's not yeah. to say that in 10 years when we have, if we're lucky enough to have three kids, that we uh, don't move somewhere or add on or, you know, who knows what her job, where her job takes her, who knows where my job takes me. I mean, you know, you can't plan for these things, but if, I guess, if we could, we'd probably be here for 10 years. At least, I mean, okay. at least, I don't know. I yeah, mean, she's especially if you if you find and establish a place that feels like home. I mean, that's a great place to start, especially with right. Yeah, and that's like and that's kind of you know you throw a baby into the mix and it all gets more complicated. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, we we could move fine, but now we're moving a baby, and then in the future, future kids as well, and that just becomes more tough. Right. But what about right. what about you? I well, know this you baby will be be able to help you with the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, I just got to let them the get door. big enough where they can. Uh, <laughs> Move all the furniture themselves, and they can Hulk smash the windows, and this will make it easier, Dad. <laughs> Just a little. What size is this bed, a king? Easy peasy. <laughs> Pack up the truck. Child's play. <laughs> no. So, what about you, though? I know you've been, you know, you from Wisconsin, um, mm-hmm. and you know, school in school in Nashville. You're graduated now. Graduated in May. Uh huh. And still in nashville so do you see yourself in nashville foreseeable future yeah i i love it here and i think this is a really good place to like grow as a young professional depending on what i get myself into in the next little while um i've got friends here i mean i'm it's a very centralized place in like terms of the oh, awesome. like nation as well so like it's easy to get around like if i want to go to wisconsin it's a 10-hour drive if i want to see elena in st louis it's a four-hour drive if I want to go to California, well, that's a different story. I'm just going to need to plane ticket. But like, I'm I'm very satisfied with where I am right now, and um, I don't see myself like rushing out by any means. Then again, I don't want to miss out on an opportunity if like something comes around. But right now, like my focus is to establish myself as um, either a musician or a performer or or like something I get involved with in the industry, like either label side of things or publishing or whatever. I'm just trying to spread my wings and take flight as much as possible. Um, and I think Nashville's a great place. No, it is. Like, living there for four years, and then when I when we visited uh, last weekend, like, um, Trent and Zach and Zach's wife and me and my wife all came up to Nashville for a, um, mm-hmm. I'll call it a comedy show. We went to go see my Bim Bam uh, live. Yeah. And, like, on the way back, I was like, man... Nashville's really cool. Like, I mean, yeah. even I mean, where where you guys live currently? I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's not Nashville proper. You know, it's right. Um, it's a little removed. So, man, come on. <laughs> Bam. Wow. It's like the snake that has like eight sections, and each section is a squeaker, and she gets like. Is that the squeaker? Like the. That, yeah. That's the squeaker. squeaker. Wow. <laughs> it's like an it's air horn. Awful. Um, but it's like her favorite toy. <laughs> It'd be mine too if I had a toy that made that kind of noise. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so when we came and visited, it was, you know, just driving back. I'm like, man, Nashville's really cool. Like, whether it's Nashville proper or it's, you know, yeah. any of the, you know, surrounding areas. It's just surrounding. Like, East Nashville would be a great place to live. I mean, if you go a little south of the city, I don't know what living expenses are like out there, but I've got some friends like that live off charlotte pike and it's a great area i mean nashville's been on the up and up and continues to be but like i grew up in a really small community and i miss that a lot but like i don't see myself um 
living there as like into my 30s. Yeah, especially with your career aspirations. There's right. no better right. place. I mean, maybe the other places that would be comparable would be Los Angeles and New York, you know, for mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. maybe Austin as well. Right. Those three locations, and that would really, and maybe I'm just, you know, naive, but I would really think that those would be the only locations for music that would be substantial. That's. A, I mean, those are re- those are reasonable places to be if you're in this industry. And I mean, um, I don't think... I just don't think my personality would fit well in either of yeah. those places. And like, since I'm, I've ha- I have a base here, and like I have uh, a start here, I guess you could say. I mean, um, I don't feel the need to rush out right now. That being said, I mean, I don't necessarily have, um, I don't, I don't necessarily see myself being here forever. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Right now, it feels like home. So I'll yeah. And you, and again, I mean, what's cool is you're in a unique situation. I mean, I guess unique for the group and that's on the podcast like yeah. you and trent and chris for a, a greater and on a greater scale um are in a unique situation where you're not necessarily tied to nashville for any specific purpose other than you mm-hmm. really like it so for example if you got a job offer that you really liked but it was in st louis or it was in wherever the only thing holding you back would be well do i want to go there you're not you know like Right. If I got a job offer for whatever reason in Chicago, I that'd be yeah, tougher. I can't. I can't be a lot tougher. Do that, you know. My wife has a right. job here. We have a house. I mean, especially in areas like Chicago or you know Nashville or wherever, you know, it's just the price difference and stuff like that. I mean, I, mean, I just can't just pick up and relocate like that. Whereas a I say single and like the like tax you know, sense where you're not married. Right. A single guy um, with a thousand open doors can, you can kind of go wherever. But it, again, it's not about that. It's where about, it's about where you feel home. And Nashville definitely, I mean, yeah. Nashville's this cool thing because it's a big city, but in certain, it's like a community. St- in certain situations, it feels really small. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a sense of like everybody knows everybody, even though like it is a metropolitan spot. Um, but the communities that like interact with mm-hmm. each other are like friends. Yeah, and it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, and again, I may be more blind or may be more naive to this, but I didn't feel like living there was like Germantown looked down on Brentwood or anything like that. Right. It was kind of just like a that. yep. Yeah, we're all Nashville. Just you have worse traffic in the morning than I do. Yeah, it's just a big happy family that takes 30 minutes to get to work. God, that was one thing. We talked about commutes while we were there. Oh, it's horrible. And I think I asked Matt, I was like, how long is your commute? And he's like, without traffic, it's 5, 10, or maybe 10, 20 minutes. I was like, how long does it take you? He's like, mm, about, an, about 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, that's insane. Yeah. Like we have, tr- I mean, we're not immune to traffic here in Huntsville, but it's not like that. It's usually we get traffic for like a mile maybe and it only slows down. It doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the idea of being stuck for an hour is just bizarre to me. It's it's horrifying. We get like the worst traffic at the weirdest times. It was like 7 p.m. on a Sunday. I can't remember where I was. It was Halloween weekend. I think I was going somewhere with someone. AKA but last weekend. It was packed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just... It was wild. The, every lane on every highway was just full. It's, I mean, yeah, it was, I could never get a sense of it. It'd be like, all right, I'm going to uh, 
you know, go from Belmont to the gym, and that's like ten minutes away. Oh, I'm, it took thirty minutes. I could have walked there. It's just in thirteen. And then I, <laughs> I was lucky enough to intern away from Nashville. So in the mornings, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't. We had traffic, but it wasn't that bad because we weren't going into Nashville. Because you know, most people, I would argue, probably live outside of Nashville and commute in. So the roads yeah. into Nashville are always rough. But I lived outside and I'd be like. It's kind of like one of those things where I'd point and laugh, and then the next day we would be uh, dead stop. So <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> it's just, I mean, and again, I mean, like we said, you know, a home is only what you make of it. Mm-hmm. The same with like a home in the sense of a city. Huntsville is only going to be whatever I make of it. If I say, well, Huntsville has nothing to do, so I'm just going to sit inside and do nothing with my wife. Um, then that's what it is. You know, there's nothing to do in Huntsville, and that sucks. But, I mean, the same can be said for Nashville. There were numerous weekends in Nashville where I didn't do anything. Yeah. And so if you want a location to be a lively spot, you'll do that. But if not, then, yep. you know, you'll, you, can, you can make what you want out of different places. Obviously, Nashville and other surrounding cities make it easier to get involved in the things you like. Right. And I want to keep that in mind in the future because, like, right now, that's this is what I'm involved in. But, like, I I miss, like, the serenity of, like, the Northwoods. And I would love to be able to retire in a log cabin in the woods, like, in the middle of the mountains. But we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Right now, this just feels like the place I need to be. So I'll leave it at that. And I'm where I need to be. So I'll leave it at that. Perfect. Love hearing it. Um, are you bottoms up? No, but it's just because it's bad. That's yeah. <laughs> the bu- bubbles uh, are up. I'm more. I'm not. I guess uh, I'm emotionally bottoms up at this point with this beer. <laughs> That's fair. I understand that entirely. The second we hit end recording, I'm, I might just pour it down the drain, which is sad. Yeah, you got to do but, what you got to do. Know, pouring out for the for the homies, I guess. Yeah, the pouring out for the rest of the boys. I hope that their duels went as amazingly and lavishly as this one. I hope so, but I can tell you this right now in. 60 more episodes when we're back on duos uh-huh we'll have the great skyrim debate <laughs> oh baby i am looking forward to it you'll probably <laughs> see that debate before then probably somewhere or other it will come up multiple it, times if it hasn't already it will <laughs> uh on that note my good friend i have been michael best of times Wadina. I've been calling Squeaky Toy Parker. <laughs> I love it. I don't even know if those are going to remain in, but if <laughs> now they have to for the sake of that joke. I think I'll keep going. <laughs>